Hey guys, it is Leah Robin. Hi guys, it's it. Hi, it's Leah. Hi, sir. Now, Naj couldn't join us today because sadly um, she is doing a seven-page paper. So uh, go send her kudos because she is a queen and, and needs um, all the uh, the inspiration and you know applause that she deserves. Um, but let's get into the episode because okay, so today was three ten. All's well that ends well. Who Landon said that. And um, welcome to uh, Leah and Fur for joining us last minute. I'm really happy you guys joined us last minute, especially since we know it's really, really early for you guys. <laughs> and you've been up for a lot of hours. <laughs> but um, where do we, okay, I know we all want to gush about Handon, but let's start off with uh, Ethan and MG. Cutest boyfriends. Right? They're just, okay. Ethan was giving MG looks. Okay, like soft looks. And and like the whole convenience store with the robbers. Okay, first off, they put the gun in the slushie and then they were drinking slushies afterwards. Am I the only one that didn't think that was unhygienic? <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> saw that. <laughs> okay, so oh, it's just me thinking that. <laughs> People in the comments, if you thought it was unhygienic, don't make me feel so bad for being the only you one. You're the only that. one. You're <laughs> the only one. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that at the moment. Yeah, same. Well, you know, you know that I think, overthink everything. Okay, but like I had, I thought that Ethan was gonna like bounce the ball. And they were gonna like time MG, how fast MG was gonna be, and like by the time the ball came down, that was when like the ro he had like you know made the robbers go to the police station or whatever, or the the police car. Like it was yeah. gonna be like one of those like you know slow montages where the ball just like slowly drops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I guess again, I was overthinking that. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no, okay. Um, Not much to comment. And then, where did we go from there? My okay, like I'm, I'm still stuck on the last part of the episode. So where did we go after MG and Ethan? To the sneak peek, no. To the witch? Oh, oh, to like Hope opening up the windows. Oh, oh yeah, yes. she was like Josie. Z. Yes. The, they ran how, oh, Josie and Lizzie at the school. Okay, and we saw that in the sneak peek. Um, and does no one ever have class? I know we say this <laughs> all the time, but Lizzie just leaves in the middle of the school day. There's empty classrooms at Mystic, and that Lizzie and Josie just happen to take over when Dorian's sitting there as the principal. Like, do they not do anything? They have private <laughs> private school. Oh God. They must. <laughs> I mean, there's so many students, and yet there's no one in class except for Ethan and MG in in uh, chemistry. And like, I, literally, like no one goes to school, even at the regular school. Did they ever go to school from the beginning? No. 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 No, that's I mean, true. Come on. And you're telling me that absolutely no one. They go to school, and they don't even go to school. 
Okay, but no one in that busy hallway saw Lizzie appear and then disappear. <laughs> Not one person. Nope. And MJ being a vampire couldn't, I don't know, smell her? He knows Lizzie's scent. Oh. He's a vampire. He yeah. didn't know she was like literally right there, standing there. Even oh, he was so much angry her. then. Oh god! <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm picking it apart too much. But like, no one noticed a girl just turn invisible. It's... This isn't Buffy. <laughs> Not Buffy. Leave Buffy alone. <laughs> and that is not a spoiler because that is part of season one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> let's, let's, um, let's go to hope it open up in those windows because did it not feel like the like the fairy tale montage of like the princess opening up the windows and like <laughs> birds fluttering by and she's singing? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. I am not complaining, but that's just like but what my first thought Disney was. Disney World. Disney yes. World. Yes, she is a, a princess, and she opened up the the thing, the windows to her castle, and like birds fluttered by, and you know, like she has the long hair, and she was singing, and it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> they are totally that. Is, you could you could take that um that scene and make it a Disney scene. Out of context. Like, if anyone can draw Disney characters, draw that scene and it would make so much sense, even just as cartoons. True. But, um, I have to agree with Cleo and Lennon. It was weird seeing her happy. Like, it did really remind me of Slug Hope. Linda Slug feels funny. I know, but okay. First off, him bringing her tea and scones. Another time. Another yeah. time? Yeah. Like, what a sweet boyfriend. I'm, seriously, he wakes up and his first thought is, I'm going to go make tea and scones for my girlfriend and bring them to her. So cute. Like, I just, they are perfect. They really are. And then he kisses him on the cheek and it's just like, we okay, we got a cheek kiss for Oh my God. <laughs> I it was so cute. Domestic hand in. It does yeah, not yeah, replace, yeah. it does not replace the nose kiss for me. But that's only once. I'm for sure adding adding that one to the to the kisses gift. As you should. We <laughs> <laughs> are all waiting. Um, but even like Landon's face is kind of like, you didn't notice any slugs around. And both Cleo, okay, Cleo and Landon being like that little duo, that little like friendship between them in that moment was so cute. Because I've been wanting more of their like dynamic just because, you know, Cleo saved him, obviously, and brought him back. And so like having that dynamic between the two of them, we haven't really seen that yet, even though he like pulled her out of the well last week and everything. So that like little friendship part was really cute but the monsters being after cleo i'm pretty sure i said that last week or something i don't know i talk too much i i talk everywhere so i don't know when i said it but i'm pretty sure i said it um but hope, but hope figuring it out like hope 
she's a lot smarter than people give her credit for, honestly. She's like, just the fact that she okay, first off, using Cleo as bait. That was unexpected. Yeah. But yeah. I mean like if Hope asked any of you to be bait, would you go against her? Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> would you be like, no, you can't use me as bait? <laughs> yes, with my son, I'll do everything you want. Exactly. You'd be like, where are you leading me? Exactly. I will be your we'll bait. Do <laughs> we'll do it voluntarily before she even asks. Yeah. It's just like, do you want it? No. Don't even have to ask me the question. Yeah, it's an automatic yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, and her packing like the picnic and, um, but I mean, we did figure it was a trap. Like when we saw the stills, right? That it was a trap. Like, cause there's no way that Hope could just like pack a picnic and go have a picnic in the middle of the woods, especially when there's a monster problem. And oh, I'm hey, sorry. happen to have swords. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where did she hide the swords? Into the, under the picnic? I don't know. Because that basket, she was just holding the basket. She wasn't holding any swords. She just like magically made them appear. I mean, she was a wolf, but she still had her bags with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just like this. That is true. And this time, because remember in 203 when she turned into a wolf, she when yes. she turned back, she was completely naked. But this time, she like magically put clothes on. I think she was naked before when they show her shoulder, then she was... It showed her from behind so she that she's yeah, naked. Showed, it showed like clothes like magically going on her. Yeah, she's, she's a, a twink of an eye. She's a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. <laughs> Every time I feel like that's a staple in our podcast every episode. She's a witch. She's a witch. A She's a m- so first for God. But this is this is where I question it and you tell me she's a witch. <laughs> this is our dynamic. <laughs> Um, but anyways, we kind of jumped ahead there, (laughs) but, okay, so then the Banshee, she was actually really cool, like, she wasn't, like, too over the top, but she wasn't underwhelming, I guess. I liked her. Yeah. Like, you know who she remind me, that monster that become a tree, I forgot. Oh, the triad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good because her story sad backstory. Yeah. I that didn't even sad. think about that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um okay, and then Cleo. Cleo like knowing the spells and just being like super powerful, first of all. We won't get into the reveal of what she is, which I totally called by the way. Me and Pia did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Pia and I did. Pia, credit to Pia too. Um, but 
And I think we mentioned that on another podcast as well. Anyways, but um, her calling out Hope and being like, well, it's a good thing you were here to protect me. Like, no one calls Hope out like that. I mean, Lizzie kind of does, but I love how Cleo is just, like, so herself, you know, if that makes sense. Her and Hope balance each other out. So they much. really do. They really do. And now that we know that what she is, her whole like, like coming into the school and everything just makes so much more sense now, mm-hmm. especially with the way that she was having help like deal with her grief, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I really like that. And and like, sewing the mouth shut was totally a Buffy thing. Just saying. Um, just, just saying, no spoilers or anything, but that happens in Buffy too, not in Banshee. Um, the Strix? This, oh yeah, and the Strix, yeah. Again, originated from Buffy, because TVD and TO steals from, not steals, because that's like a harsh term, but like they kindly I'm borrow. get info. Yeah, inspiration yeah. from Inspo. That's, that's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to catch the little little things they have in common. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a few things that which I mean, like you know how much I love Buffy. So really, to me, yeah, I have to finish Buffy. Yes, you do. And Leah's gonna start it, or she has started it. I don't know yet. And Is has to finish. Um, Fur won't watch it yet. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna no, I haven't started. I was started this weekend. Yeah. And you're gonna get hooked just like I got you hooked to Lucifer. Yep. <laughs> but um so where did we go after that? We went into them in the gym. Mm-hmm. But I think we skipped uh, Alaric and London in the library before. Oh right. See, it has a lark and I just don't even think about it. <laughs> the fact yeah. that I hope put him but locked him in his room. I mean, like, I get it. Again, I get it. Landon doesn't have any powers, but I mean, what the fuck is a lark going to do? Scream? <laughs> I mean, he's a vampire hunter. We just don't like him, but he knows what he's doing. Okay, true, but he was a vampire hunter, not a monster hunter. Yeah, but still better than landing fight skills. <laughs> the, okay, that is true. That is true. Landon does not have a whole lot of fight skills. But I mean, like, Landon should be on team research, though, because he is so smart. Yeah, he's yeah. smart. And he's always finding the monsters. <clears throat> and he's supportive. So like, it's- yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, last episode, we saw it without him, they never would have figured it out. Right? And I mean, like, he figured out that the, the truth weed thing because of a, a, some sort of conversation with Josie he had had that we didn't see because she had left the school at that point. So when did her and Landon talk? Off screen. Last times. Late yeah. night talks. I don't know. We don't have telephones. <laughs> so, like, is she, is he calling Elena's house and they're having a, I don't know. Again, that's besides the point. Um, but, uh, 
I guess if Hope knew that the monsters were after Cleo, she wasn't too concerned about Landon anyways. So really, I think they also have like a spell around the school, no? I see. Yeah, she did. And she spelled like around the school. So, um, but when to let the, the Banshee come in, she had to like take it down. So I don't know. But I guess if, again, if, if Malivore wasn't after Landon, then it doesn't really matter because she already figured it was after Cleo. So, here's. I don't know. Okay. Now we go to the scene with them at the gym and the, the banshee, right? Mm, yes. I should write these things down so I know, but like, I can't check it. Doing that. Um, they trapped the banshee in almost the same kind of circle that they trapped the dryad in. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. Yeah, screw which was interesting. So, I mean, if if they are kind of like calling back to season one in a way, and also like kind of like what Pia had said a couple episodes ago about um, them Uno reversing uh, season two, that would tie in really nicely with episode five, where they were trying to get a monster who talked English so they could figure out what Malivore wanted. Because it's basically the same as today's episode. They wanted a monster that talks so they could figure out what Malifa wanted. Yeah, the parallels are so I mean, tied to season it one. Ended, it ended being very similar. Yeah. Yeah, very, very. And 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 like even like even Vit was saying pointed out is that even the actors look the same almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of interesting. And do you remember what accent the dryad had? I don't know. They kind of talk the same too. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, was anyone surprised when she pointed to, oh no, okay, we don't, we don't, we're not at Jet yet, but um, the Banshee, the Banshee um, not, Okay, I, I, I knew she was going to trick them, even though she was on the, like, just, like, I, you, you knew monsters are going to trick whatever, right? Because their, their objective is Malivore, whatever it is that he wants. But uh, why did, I'm curious why Cleo decided to go to Jed. Yeah. Like, what made her, like, is, is there something, you know how Banshees are attracted to someone who's going to die, is Cleo the same way with other people? Like, she just kind of senses that someone needs inspiration and she goes to them? That can be one thing. Like, she, has, she knows she how to be with, with Caleb. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe yeah, like she did with Caleb, right? And just like... So, go ahead. She did with Hope, too. But yeah. She was the only one who figured it out. Yeah, so she must have some sort of like other sense that that draws her to certain people. Because like even when she first got at the school, like you were saying, is that she she figured it out with hope right away when no one else who was supposed to be close to her figured it out. And here comes this like girl that knows nothing about her 
and she was like, I sense something powerful within you. And, and she doesn't even know hope at that point is a tribrid. Like it's, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's part of her power. So anyways, her going to Jed, Did he just like carry, okay, it's gonna be a stupid question again. And I know he's a wolf, so you don't have to say, but like him just like taking all of his gym equipment and then carrying it up to his room. Like all I picture is him throwing a fit and just like stomping his feet as he carries his gym equipment out of the gym and up into his room. Like, <laughs> like, like I guess I can't be here. <laughs> just carries all of his stuff. Carries it all in his arms as if he's like traveling. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? And just like, I guess I'll just work out here. I mean, it's not like he didn't have, he, 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 could, go, he could have gone outside and worked out. He could have done any number of things, but he had to carry all of his gym equipment into his room so he could work out or into the hallway so he could work out. Every single thing. He didn't have, I mean, he could have just taken like two weights and just worked out with those. There's plenty of workouts you could do with those. But he had to take everything <laughs> and then only just one. <laughs> needed to work out, Robin. The, the logic behind that does not make any sense to me. It's so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think about things <laughs> that no one else thinks about. It is. But... A lot. <laughs> you guys know. Um... Trust me, I'll be doing this for Lucifer too, so don't worry. Um, Can't wait. When, and then Cleo goes to him, and then all of a sudden, like, this, like, okay. Him figuring out, like, I didn't even know that he knew spells like that. Like, do werewolves take witch courses like that, where, like, with spells and stuff? I don't think, unless Landon, because Landon was different, because he said he doesn't take any, like, classes like that at some point. I remember him saying something like that. So maybe the werewolves were different? I mean, I guess he was dating Alyssa, so he would have an idea about spells. But it's just kind of odd that being a werewolf, that's probably not in his, like, learning bracket or whatever, because they would have different classes, right? Like, I, I would assume werewolves are a little bit more physical. Um... So, like, him knowing a complex spell like that probably wasn't something that he learned in his non-classroom that he never goes to school for. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, okay, so he figured it out. And his eyes looked really cool, though, when they did that. It was perfect. And did you see the um, the post that Finn put the yeah. pictures? Like the closer pictures were even more beautiful. I know they they were like he did. That was a really good scene with him. I mean, it's I, I he's a regular and he hasn't really had like how much screen time has he actually had? I and I know it's hard with COVID and everything, but like he needs to be on the screen more often because. Yeah. He he did that really really well, and that was a really good scene. There, I was always I was very excited. I've always wanted um, Ben to get 
up the series regular, and I'm glad he is. And so he definitely needs to be on the screen just a little bit more. Give us a little bit more content with him. Well, I think now, because remember he said to Cleo that he's been delegated to the junior squad, even though there is no junior squad, so basically he was just all on his own. Uh, I mean, unless you would consider Wade and Gabby part of the junior squad. Um, which we got another Gabby mention from Landon. So clearly he's been playing D&D with Wade and Gabby. But, okay, okay. That reminds me of when they first saw the Banshee and Landon was like, what did he say? Something like, who is this or whatever? And, and uh, Hope was just like someone from, or some sort of horror movie or something like that. And Landon was like, that is so cool. And I was just like, that is so me. Because <laughs> 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 I would be like that too. I would totally be geeking out like him. I'd be like, oh my God, it's a Banshee. This is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like all the monsters. And then, and then them having a bed on a Wendigo. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I asked for a Wendigo too. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that was for me as well. <laughs> Because a Wendigo, I, I mean, when has a Wendigo ever been, ever been like talked about? And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Well, apparently, it's never a Wendigo." Or I, I guessed a Wendigo, but they had never talked about a Wendigo. The spell, um, or or uh, Hope taking the the Banshee's um, sigil, like family sigil, and then okay, does Hope just know every spell? She's a queen, right? Like, <laughs> she's a witch because literally like, I, 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 but if Freya was still learning she still had to learn spells Hope just knows everything she just knows every single spell she should so like you know she, oh we're gonna need something of, of the witch and the, or the banshee and then so she takes the, the necklace and puts it in Jed's hand and then the spell just happens to be complete because of course Hope knows it I love Hope but she knows every single spell. There is no learning. This is why she doesn't need to be in the school anymore. She knows everything. <laughs> she just needs to move. She does. She's just a protector. Yeah, and it's time for Linda to. That's where she is. Yeah, her and Linda can just leave. Linda needs to build her a house. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and then Landon, okay, and, and then Landon being like Team Hope and, and you know, getting the, the weed, like we said before. Um, when the Banshee had Jed point to Landon, was anyone surprised? Nope. 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 <laughs> that was a resounding nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... That was something about Landon. Yeah, but it is... Um, we knew that, that the monsters do trick, right? Even though she, she had the truth weed, it's we know from Lucifer, she doesn't always have to tell the truth. She can walk, she can bluff, and she can walk around the truth. So, <laughs> she didn't have to tell the truth. Because Landon has died, and he probably will die because he's human. So, that could have been, like, the gray area loophole, because there's always a loophole, right? Yeah. Um, but, of course, we find out that her original, like, her, the the actual plan was to separate Cleo from Hope. So Malifer's afraid of Hope. Obviously. So he doesn't want her to die, because if she died, then she would turn into Tribrid, which means that she would then be toxic to him. 
but he is afraid of her because if he's trying to separate Cleo from hope, it means that he is afraid of hope. So he has a weakness. He's, he's not like, I kind of wonder if he began to become afraid of hope in um, 304 when Landon said, like when he was talking about hope and he was just like, oh, but by the way, she's kind of toxic to you. Like that was when he kind of got like his self-preservation, yeah. you know? Because <clears throat> well, otherwise he wouldn't have really known too, too much because like he would kind of sense like hope in Malibu would kind of be like a thorn in her side, but he wouldn't really know what, he would just know that she was a thorn, not that, you know, anything else. So then you remove the thorn and you don't even think about it. But with Landon offering that information and the Oni in, um, in 204 had Landon or like, you know, Oni trying to figure out why Hope had thrown herself into Malivore. So like, I feel like Malivore has been kind of trying to get all of this information this whole time to figure out like what the hell is going on because it's not like he can, you know, see all. I mean, he can make the necromancer human. So like, which I actually thought of a theory about that, but I'll tell you guys later. It actually came from my crossover fic, which is funny. Um, but it's a good theory. But um, just, I, I just think that, that Malivore has been kind of collecting data throughout all of season two and then kind of figured it out in, three, in, in 304. And so that's why he's trying to leave Hope alone and leave Han uh, Landon alone because he probably figures that Hope would protect Landon over Cleo, right? And then so he could get Cleo for what he needs her for. Didn't he subconsciously knowing the beginnings of season two when he tossed Hope out that she was toxic to him? Well, I, like... think, I don't know if he knew she was toxic. I think it was just that she was using magic. And so anytime she used magic was when it, he opened up a portal. So I kind of wonder if he was like having some sort of like allergic reaction or something like that, you know, but not necessarily knowing that she's toxic to him. I think he knew she was toxic. Boy, I'm not yeah. saying like he was sure that she was toxic, like in the back of his mind, if he has one, yeah. he was yeah. sensing something because she opened the doors in between the monsters and all of that. And Clark was saying that something has changed. Like Malibu's was thinking that Hope has to do something with this whole change. But then as you said, they built up the knowledge until now that he's like staying away from Landon. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that like Clark's whole thing saying is that Malivore just wanted like to reproduce or whatever and have like the perfect body, but I feel like there's there's something deeper than that. And like is the bone armor man working for Malivore because he was the one to catch Cleo. Yeah. And then he tied her up. Yeah. I know we're kind of jumping, but let's just jump anyways. Um yeah. and then he tied her up. But he blew that like green what was that 
that skeleton spells something yes well i don't know but it felt like magic yeah it had to have been something like that um it could honestly be sailor if you think about it well i mean yeah because like he wouldn't want to hurt hope yeah. And like I said, the, obviously, I mean, the bone guys, like, or whoever it is, is around Landon and Hope. Why don't you make some deal with Malibar to save Landon? Well, oh. I mean, the Sphinx did say that he was working for someone else. Yeah. But there another master. Another master, yeah. And I always assumed it was Sela. again i don't want to jump but like hope said that she uh um, she fought with that thing fought. before yeah and it felt familiar and pia pointed out so this is pia's um credits to pia is that she pointed out that it's a parallel to 207 when hope fought uh clark and cindy landon's body or like when she fought clark right before he he put himself into Cindy Landon's body. So if it is Clark, that's why it could be familiar. Because she's fought Clark. Everyone thinks Clark now. Because she never fought Landon. Well, the only time she ever, quote unquote, fought Landon was when they were doing that training session. And the pilot, when she jumped him. And, and the pilot, too. yeah. But that wasn't really a fight. That was her just kind of jumping him as a wolf. Yeah. But like... Which, I mean, I guess the parallel with the wolf and the bone warrior would be 101 when she attacked him, right? But yeah. the only time that her and Landon actually trained was when they had just those sticks and then she had, like, you know, when she was fighting with Alyssa. Yeah. When they had the, the dock scene. So, like, I feel like it wouldn't be familiar if it was Landon just because she hasn't technically fought Landon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But she did she fight yeah, she never fought Sailor either. And she never fought Sailor, yeah. So, like, I think that is a clue when she says, I feel like I fought them before. So, it, it you know, and, and it's not saying that it, it's Clark's body per se, because when he went into Malivore, when he was, like, his soul was in Simi Landon's body. And he was a golem. So, it's not like that body couldn't be remade. Right? Because mm -hmm. Simulandon was made out of, what, mud and clay or whatever? Because he was literally just the crystal in the chest and then the rest, he had no blood. He was filled with Hope's blood. So, I mean, I wonder if Malivore and has Malivore that... could always create him again? Yeah, like he could, because he's just mud, so he could recreate him again. Because it, he... Remember when he let Clark out in season two and Clark said that his dad was making him unstable? Because like all of those years before he went into Malivore with Hope, he wasn't unstable, right? It wasn't until, because his dad had let him out because of he was supposed to like help unlock him with the keys. But then for some reason, when he came out the second time, he had to feed on other monsters in order to keep himself stable. Otherwise, because like when he like wiped his face across his hands, he was all mud. So that could also explain why Landon melted because Malivore had still had them linked still. That's why Clark was 
like that. That's why Landon was like that because he still had them linked because Malivore still had control. So if, if, if Simulandon or um, Clark's soul or whatever went into Malivore, then because that was just a, a body, like a fake body, Malivore could have remade it and had Clark, because he still would have Clark's soul in his, his you know, dimension, right? So he could just make him a new body because he already made that body. I know it's just I, I just I'm thinking a lot about it, but like it makes sense. If Clark came back, and if you think about it, that means that he would have access to Hope's blood, and right. the Bone Warrior at the end took Hope and Landon's hair. Also, this one goes for Bella. She just said that Hope fought Landon in the therapy box. Oh, in the therapy box. But would you remember that? I don't know. Probably. But that was all in her head. That wouldn't be like a physical. That moment. was like her version of London. Not yeah. That would be like her fighting herself. Oh, yeah, true. Because she wouldn't know what Landon's, what fighting Landon would be like because that was literally in her own head. But like, okay, before we get into like the really, really cute scenes. <laughs> um, you have me all waiting. Being a werewolf. What'd you say? Pinch being a werewolf. Oh yeah. Called it. I think everyone called it that. Yeah. I, know, but See, I, I, I didn't want it to be that obvious. I wanted it to be something else. So I am not going to take the win on that one because I didn't want it to be that obvious. I knew she was a bit supernatural, but yeah. Yeah, I wasn't buying the werewolf and theory either. Because I mean, like, she killed. That's the thing. Is I have another woman, another werewolf woman. Oh, that's true. We do have a female werewolf now, like another one. So that's good. That's but like, I've been wanting a female werewolf. That's why I wanted to finish to be one so bad. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, it would make sense as far as like why she reacted the way she did with Maya and like the thing with Josie and stuff like that. Okay, first off, Josie. Let's 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 jump back a little bit and go to Lizzie and Josie in um, the classroom where Lizzie was teaching Josie how to flirt. <laughs> I, I love Lizzie. Like I really did too. Lizzie is just she's like everyone's spirit animal. I think like can I just have someone like Lizzie to like encourage me to do things like just be my personal cheerleader. Because I, I feel like I would get a lot more accomplished. I'm pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> okay, you are my Lizzie, yes. <laughs> you didn't say that. We'll talk but about you this don't, later. You don't follow me around. <laughs> I can't. I know. <laughs> but, um, and then knowing exactly how to push Josie by calling her out, saying that she doesn't like shoot or shot, which she totally stole from MG, by the way. Um, but that was just really cute. And then Josie going to Finch and having that whole, like, I haven't felt this way about someone in a really long time. That's just, I didn't see that scene. Okay. Back to so Josie went to Finch and she was just like, like, and Finch had all of her friends around 
And she like basically confessed her feelings and asked her out on a date. And she was just like, I haven't felt this way for anyone in a really long time. Mic drop. It falls the first back. Mic drops, yeah. But like that hurt like how things things just say I can't two times. Yeah. Cause Josie's like, okay, well, not tonight, then maybe tomorrow. And she's like, yeah, I don't think tomorrow's gonna work. I like I mean, you could tell something was up, and I thought that her friends would say something like, oh, hey, she, you know, has, like, family issues or something, but they just, like, let Josie walk away without saying anything. Yeah, I and thought I, it was something about her family she was hiding. That's what Maybe I thought, too. Yeah. But, like, how, how long has she been a werewolf, first of all? And, Maybe like, she, she's she been hiding, exactly. She's been hiding herself in the tunnels? Yeah, to turn. They talked about uh, how um, the scene between MG and Ethan with the radio. Yeah. Um, where they're basically like, you know, there's a something trip at uh, Mystic Falls, and they said, oh, it's probably another false alarm. So obviously it wasn't her first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they probably wouldn't have found her because she would have either run away or hid or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I, I wonder how long she's been a wolf, though. And then who did she kill again? I remember. Because she got, like, got out since she was 14. Yeah. She's from a family from where we Family members. Yeah, it had to have been. I mean, we are, the next episode is about her, so. Oops. I want to see how Josie will deal when she found out that Lily lied to her. I was hoping she would find out, but she did. But it's fine. I'll wait. Oh, God, there's... It's going to hurt, but I mean... That can be another reason why you... Yeah. Save it. Yeah. Got some stuff between uh, Josie and Lizzie, too. I'm, I'm, let me say, I'm loving the story between Fish and, and Josie. They're not just jumping things like, oh, let's make them a couple just because they are a couple and everyone is screaming for rap. Like, they are really taking their care with their story and just building stuff up. And, like, mm-hmm. Finch is more than just a love interest. She has a back, background story. I just yeah. Yeah, I, really, I do really like that. I love that they haven't kissed yet. I love that they haven't really gone on their date yet. Because, like, yeah. I mean, we know from the Vampire Diary universe any couples that take time you know like that or like have things thrown at each other like that or just or the angst or whatever are usually the ones that end up being together right Mm -hmm. so like just the fact that like brett and thomas and that wrote finch and not and are not rushing her story it's just so beautiful like i and I, i and Brett said he was being sensitive about this stuff right now. Yeah. And I know that there's people, like, we haven't had a lot of finishing. So I understand that there's people who don't like, like, setting other ships aside. Yeah. Don't like Finch and Josie. But the thing is, is they're building that, right? I mean, they're not making it happen so quickly. And I think that's nice. Like, I really, really like that. Not to mention, Josie needs to figure out her own stuff, and Finch clearly needs to figure out her own stuff before they can actually be together. 
So like, yeah, and she should go to the Sabbatai school. Yeah, she's going there. But if Finch is dealing with that and Josie is dealing with her own thing, think about the growth that they can have together, working through it together. Like, I, I think that that would be really beautiful. But, okay, Lizzie finding out the Finch is a wolf. And then the scene with MG and Lizzie, I just wasn't feeling it today. Like, it just, I usually like MG and Lizzie, but, like, that was just kind of... It was, like, short and just, like, just there for a filler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the Ethan and MG scenes are way better. Like, even when, even when he whacked Finch over the head and he was just, like, How's that for a sidekick? And and the, like I I'm sorry, but that was just adorable. I love their dynamics. Me too. I mean, maybe I'm being biased now, but like I don't know. <laughs> just but I just didn't feel it with the Mizzy scene. Like it's just like I love the two characters. Yeah, I don't know. Is anyone else? <laughs> yeah, I, I was so fast that I blinked and was over. So the fact that so they just like picked Finch up and just like carried her. Yeah. And left her there. And let her sleep. That's gonna change Ethan seeing Finch. Yeah. Well that will explain that will probably um help him understand uh, understand her better now with yeah. what happened with Maya, right? Yeah. So but okay, how do you feel about Lizzie lying to Josie? Not for it, but I understood why she did it. Yeah. But I, and I understood why the writers wrote it, because it's going to create some tension between Josie and Lizzie when it does come out that Lizzie knew. Um, why, I understood why Lizzie did it, but then again, at the end, it's going to hurt Josie either way. Yeah. You know, like, because for one, it hurt, not only did she lie and not tell um, Josie that, Finch is a werewolf, but she basically told her another lie and was basically like, you know, he's in a serious relationship. Yeah. And Josie, like you said, I guess in that scene or whatever, she said that, you know, she's never, she hasn't felt like this for somebody in a really long time. That's gotta hurt when you hear that she's I, in a relationship. I feel like Lizzie should have allowed Josie to make that choice for herself. Yeah. Like, like, like you were saying, I understand why she lied. Because, she, because Josie wants to be part of a non-magic world, and now Finch is part of this magic world. But, like... But Josie's decision, yeah. Yeah, it's Josie's decision. It wasn't Lizzie's decision. And she should have just said, Finch is a wolf. And it is up to Josie whether or not she wants to pursue that. I thought she was going to say it. So did I. Like, she's saying she has someone else also heard it. She, she did, like. But, like, is going to confront Finch at some point. 100%. Or Finch is going to confront Josie. Next week's episode is Finch's episode, so. Yeah. You know, I wonder if that's a tie-in to what we saw for the promo. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, Josie talking with herself. Yeah. Because, um, like, if she found out that about Finch or found out about the fact that her sister lied, because I don't think it's going to stay a secret very long. Because, like, what does Lizzie expect? That 
just Josie's not going to talk to Finch. What I, I mean, the logical thing would be sending her to the Salvatore school. Oh, Finch is just going to leave. Because what are they going to do with her? Yeah. Right, because they would tell Alaric. Well, there, now they got another member at the school. Yeah, they just, I think Ethan's going to become a supernatural at some point. I think it's become a vampire. That's what I think. Yeah, if they keep doing, doing these things, like he might get hurt and MG give his blood to him, something like that. Yeah, because like MG's going to put him in, in they're going to, they're going to get cocky and they're going to put themselves in danger. And then Ethan will probably end up getting hurt. Either that or he'll like try to find a way to make himself a vampire because he wants like the super cool powers. What? We also talk about the fact that in the tunnels with Lizzie and Finch, when Finch asked, uh, asked Lizzie who she was or whatever, I get why Lizzie didn't say anything about being Josie's twin. But like, I wish she did. It's, I don't know why. I'm thinking too much. Because Finch is going to find out, especially if she goes to the Salvatore school. She'll be like, I remember you. Yeah. But then Finch will find out that Josie is supernatural. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a confrontation. There's going to be a lot of tensions. Yeah. yeah. You know, people just should just talk in the show if they talk. But if they Everything. are, well, right, communication. Just freaking communicate. I mean, Hannon's finally starting to do that. Thank God. Um, God. Like, my theory for Lizzie makes a lot more sense if Josie pushes her away too. This would make a lot of sense as to why Lizzie like kind of goes off on her own because she feels, because remember Pia and I said that we were, they were isolating Lizzie. And this makes sense because if, if um, she lied to her sister and her sister especially is her blind spot, Imagine how desperate she would be if Josie doesn't want anything to do with her. Yeah. It may do like the, the cool theory that people think about Lizzie. Yeah. So I don't know. Season three has gotten like super interesting. Like it's really, I really like it. So good. <laughs> it is. It really is. I was Let's get into all of the really adorable hand and stuff. Because yeah. I know that's what we're all waiting for. So okay. first off, Landon bring okay. Hope spelling Landon in his room. <laughs> okay, Hope, you didn't think that maybe he could help you with research? I think she apologized. I mean, she was freaking out. She just got him back. It's understandable. Yeah. yeah, and she was she did apologize to him. So they, like I said, the communication. And then he came out and he handed her a bag of clothes and encouraged her to turn into a wolf. And his smile when she's when they say that. Uh, like I I was just like, I can't believe we're getting this scene. <laughs> yeah, I just love that Linda loves her for completely. Like so he loves who she is. Oh, he's so supportive. Like, Hope always thought that she was a something, a monster that she's a tribe or something. Or something. Like that. Or something yeah. I'm a and Linda just love every side of her. Truly. 
Like, he's just so supportive of every side of her. The witch side, the wolf side. He will be with the vampire side when she activates that. Like, just the fact... He's just... <sighs> he's the best boyfriend, honestly. Okay. okay. So, in today, when the, uh, when the writers tweeted the emojis, they tweeted the greats. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. I said to Vit and Pia that it was going to be a hand in date. And what did you call me? A clown. A clown. <laughs> they called me a clown. And what did we get? A hand in date. A hand in date on the docks. You manifested. Doxing. A doxing. Another doxing. Another like doxing. They, they buy that. It's them. With the lighting, with cheese, with food, like a whole picnic date, and I, I just, I kid you fucking not, I wrote a picnic date in one of my one-shots that I haven't really... He released. had photos, and he had bouquets and food. Yes. Like, perfect. The only difference that I had in my one-shot is that it was in the forest and not at the dock. But I had, like, the food, I had the blanket, I had the, the flowers, like, I had it all. Okay? And it's just... Paid to pay you already. Seriously, but why the hell did they cut it short? We literally just saw her smiling was... and that was it. <laughs> we needed that day. It was so fancy. It was so fancy. Like, with I... lights all up there. Okay, I know that there's pictures. I know people have taken pictures of it. Um, I just jumped on here right away, so I haven't really looked at Twitter too much or anything. So, I need to go and study it some more afterwards. But like, we asked for a hand and date. We got a hand and date. We just want a little bit more of a hand and date. Yes, want to see it. Like them sitting down, yeah. you know? I Okay. And then when I thought oh my. That, that it was done and we were just, we were just, what, what did we go? We went to like Alaric and that. Yeah, I thought it was it for us. I thought, yeah, I thought that it was done because I thought that, oh, I was like, oh, there's like five more minutes left. Like, we're not going to get anything. Um, and then we got hand in snuggling in bed. Ice cream. I was shaking, honestly. I was shaking. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Hand in bed is so, I don't know, they are so shaking bed. I was screaming. I was just like, oh my God, they're snuggling in bed. There's I couldn't even type, like I couldn't get my phone to type because I was shaking. I know, you, me, and Pam were like freaking out. It was like literally capitals yelling in chat. Like we were just, we, oh my God. Like I was shaking, I literally said to Iz, I was like, I am shaking right now. I'm fucking shaking right now. I think a little bunch of nothing, just words. And as I got onto Zoom, are you shaking? I'm shaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was just, Okay, hand and snuggling in bed. Like, we have been wanting that. We. <sighs> Thomas. Thomas. We love and, you. Um, and the other writer, what's his name, Price? Um, thank you. We love you. We owe you crowns. Forever grateful. 
yeah, yeah. Um, you have our forever eternal gratefulness. Um, yeah, this will have to keep us for three weeks. Yeah, this is what we're going to have to live with for three weeks. Um, okay, and then I know we haven't got to the clue for it yet, but we'll save that for last. Um, the bone warrior fighting hope and running away. Okay, so it can't be Landon because Clark wouldn't know hope was a wolf, right? Like, or he did, but he hasn't seen her as a wolf. Whereas Landon saw Hope as a wolf, so he would know that she was a white wolf. Which, hey, is white wolf. Hi. <laughs> um, but um, him running away as soon as he saw her and then sneaking into Landon's room. How did he know it was Landon's room? Yeah, because it's Clark. Yeah, because Clark has been in that room because that's where he found Hope in 207. So he knew the balcony because Hope had jumped off the balcony. But, and then he probably figured that Hope and Landon were, I thought he was just going to take Hope's hair. I had no idea he was going to take Hope and Landon's hair. He ran the school for some time, so. And he she ran the school. It. Yeah, exactly. So like, just, why did he take the hair? I have no idea. I have so many thoughts in none. At the same time, I want to know why. Maybe he has a witch. Yeah, maybe he has a witch. Doing some voodoo things. I don't know. I don't know. The timeline say that he might link both, so he can kill Landon and turn Hope. Oh, so she yeah. can. I don't remember who he is, but he's from Twitter. So if you or you, I give him the credit. Because if you have something of someone else, you can, like, okay, there's a whole number of things is you can create, like, voodoo dolls where you can control the people, right? Because you, 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 you normally with voodoo dolls, you put their hair in the doll when you make them, like, or in the wax or whatever. So, like, yes. and if, if, if Malvor's, like, you know, making golems, then all he would need is literally DNA from the person that he was making, right? So like now he has Hope's DNA and he has Landon's DNA. And if you think about it, he should technically have Hope's blood still. Because what did that blood do? I mean, when it went into the portal. I know it was just a head, but a head has blood. And he would only need a couple of drops. Yeah, but also Hope's blood is all over the school and he could snuck in, so. Yeah, true. Because he can take it to him school, too. But what if he's... Yeah. Okay. So, um, the Ethan had said in the truck that, remember he had, he had said something about um, uh, creating, like, a, there's, like, a, another you out there, like, an evil you, and, like, he was talking to MG about that. That could be foreshadowing to what's going to happen later, right? And um, I'm wondering if that's kind of like, what if he took the DNA from the two of them? He's, he's going to make some sort of like super soldier from both of their hair to fight the two of them. But I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, it's possible he could, it is. if he, if he murdered the, the two DNAs together and creates a golem, 
it would have both the DNA that he needed, except without the toxic blood. He could create himself a much stronger body. So they have they have to fight it together. <laughs> yeah, so they would have to fight. I mean, like Brett did say they'd be they they. I mean, that he did say it would be, a, or Danielle said it would be a more familial um, storyline for Landon, which makes sense if, especially if Malivore comes back as like another body and not like the mud monster. Um, it's possible, but then um, he he also did say that they would grow closer than ever, fighting like, you know, the Malivore monsters. And Arya did say in that one interview about how or even Danielle and Arya both said that um like the the height of like the Malivore story really comes to a head this season yeah right? yeah so having both of their DNA could make a very powerful uh alternate body for him because all he needed was Landon's DNA because it's part his I don't know. That's just my thinking. <laughs> I always have to make people speechless. <laughs> There's always You're like pro at it. I am. I, I, um, I just I think too much and I, I guarantee you after this episode is done, I will think like fifty thousand more theories and is what everything I'll put them in the group chat, yep. I mean like every day I'm coming up with something new. <laughs> is you're just like yeah. right. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the theories do end up being like half truths, so there's something in there that's working properly. Yep. Let's No, go to- it's all working out. <laughs> not all of Don't them. Worry. Um okay, let's, let's go to the reveal of Cleo. Her being a muse? Called it. Called it, yeah, exactly. Called it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Me and Pia, I think, (laughs) Pia and I, okay, Robin called it. We went, like, Pia and I went off and chat when, I don't think, Vit, you were like, I don't know, you were working or something, and Pia and I had gone off in this whole long tangent about the muse. And like the whole like the Greek statues or whatever, right? That? Yeah. Yeah, I was working. But yeah. when I came back I saw it. Yeah. But you guys are always going going off about this stuff. And I'm just like I know. <laughs> I know we're always going off about something. I mean today we went off about I think we went off about like seventies movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, like watch it. so Cleo being the muse, which, and, and then in, um, uh, 306, uh, no, 307 is the bust one, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So 306 is the one where they had her walking into the, the art room and Hope had done that painting where she had like flicked the, um, the paints all over the canvas or whatever. But when Cleo walked in, they had shown that bust of 
uh, that bust and then that that other statue of like Aphrodite and the Cleo the Muse is very much tied into like the Greek mythology of like Aphrodite and stuff so like that was I thought that, that was a really maybe they didn't think that anyone would pick up on that um the bust was Adonis but like maybe they thought that people wouldn't pick up on that but like it was really cool for them to like slide that in I don't know. Did anyone else pick up on that at all? <laughs> I was I was just thinking about the series of novels that I read, and like when they said that Cleo is the seventh daughter of the seventh daughter, and there was this book that there was this like really really powerful witch, but it was a guy, and um, you know like all these Greek mythologies and fighting monsters and I was just there. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I, I think that's a really cool reveal, though, because here we thought she was going to be a harpy because of the, that thing that we had seen. I mean, way to go, guys. That was a fun little twist. You had us all hoping it was a harpy, and then it turns out she's a muse. But yeah. um, I love the fact that she's a muse. Like, that is the coolest reveal, okay? Like... I don't know. It is. Um, so I'm really excited for her story. I think her story is what, like episode 13? So that that will be, I think that will be a really good episode. Um, oh, what is it? One day you will... One day you will understand? You will understand. One day you will understand. What's the next one? The next one is, what's 11s? You can't hide from who you are. You can't run from who you are. Yeah, That's totally a joke. Yeah, we'll call it Josie. Well, uh, Josie yeah. or Finch? Either one of them. Probably both, yeah. Probably Josie comes to terms with her being a witch and help Finch. And Finch coming to terms with her being a wolf. Like they, like I said, they can help each other, right? And then episode 12. Yeah. But also, like, Hope told something like that in episode 8 to Josie, so. She did say that, yeah. Yeah. Say, can yeah. yeah. Okay, and at episode 12, I'm sorry, what is? I was made to love you. Yes. <laughs> and we all think that's Handon. Is there's no Handon? It should be. But anyway. It's, it also, it's also the title of the Buffy episode. Just saying. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> About this, and don't don't talk about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just saying it's the title of an episode. I know it don't, is. She doesn't talk about it. She just drop it. The hint, hint. <laughs> okay. Let us to spiral along. Let I know what you guys need to watch Buffy, and then you'll understand. Um, mm. but uh, let's go into our uh. MVP. Okay, well, Liz, let's start with you. I MVP don't, to, I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about our guests, Leah? MVP and favorite scene. Um, it's a lot. MVP. Mm, I'm gonna go with. I don't know. <laughs> Hope, because um, the wolf stuff and how fast that she figured it out, and I don't know. Everyone were amazing, but. I, I I always have a thing for hope, so yeah. I mean, don't we all? Mm. True. 
And your favorite scene? Mm, the dog scene. <laughs> and their walk to yeah. their, yeah. Oh, we totally didn't even thing. talk about their walk. Were they holding hands? It, no. Uh, yes. Yeah. She was holding to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fur's going to show it, like, you know, break it down scene by scene anyways, so I'll see it later, but, like, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. She said, yeah. like, a Shakespeare line, no? <laughs> I have... I think I have a screenshot that they're holding hands, like hope is tied to his arm. I'll send it to group chat. Okay, that is so cute. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is a great scene. Okay, um, Fur, your MVP, your favorite scene. I'm going to say Landon because he gave us the dog scene and we have to survive three weeks with that. Yeah. And the scene, the dog, the dog scene, obviously. Okay, Vet. My MVP is Hope. I mean, I, I, I think this episode, like, she shined through everything. Since the start to the end. And my favorite scene, probably the hand and dog scene. And the revelation of Finchie being a wolf. I love it. When she was when she was turning. Yeah, that was so good. I liked that too. Um, is. Yeah, is. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with Hope this this episode too. Um, she just, I love her every episode, and if I could make her my MVP every episode, I would. Um, my favorite scene, I'm gonna have to go with Finch turning. That was the reveal that she was a wolf. That was probably my favorite scene. Um, but yeah. Okay. Everyone basically chose what Hope and Landon as their favorites. No. Okay. I'm going to break the mold, even though you guys know how much I love Hope. I'm going to say Lizzie. Oh, yeah. Because I just loved, I loved her this episode. I loved her whole thing with her sister. Um, I loved, like, that scene between her and Finch. I, okay, it was funny when Lizzie was like, oh, she's hot. And, like, and yeah. she like, knocked <laughs> Josie's books down and, and like, pulled... Josie over towards the lockers or whatever when or the classroom and she was like I don't know I just really loved Lizzie this episode um obviously I loved Hope because I mean when do I not love Hope but I'm gonna say Lizzie is my MVP and my favorite scene I want to say the hand in scenes but I'm gonna be different again and say I'm gonna say it's the Josie and Finch scene where Josie confesses her feelings Shocking, I know, but that scene was really cute. No, like, I wish I would have seen it, because it sounds cute. <laughs> I, also, I also really, really liked the scene of Wolf Hope. I mean, anytime, okay, you guys know how, my, how I feel about Wolf Hope. I yeah. write Wolf Hope in, like, everything. The, 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 um, one of the fics I'm writing um, has Wolf Hope, but she doesn't actually turn. But you've seen a little bit of it. I, I was what was what I was teasing you and Pia with the other day. That's the yeah. one that has the the hand and date in it. Oh, that's I the can story. That has, that's the story that has the hand and date in it. For a challenge, um, right? For for the writing challenge, yeah. So I finished writing the writing challenge fic. It has the hand and date in it, and it has the wolf. So when you guys read my story for the hand and challenge, 
Just know that I wrote it before this episode. Can I give a special note to Jed? Because he was also special. Yes. Shout out to Jed. I was considering making Jed my MVP. Yeah, me too. I was considering it, but then I was like, I gotta give it to Hope, so. Yeah, but let, let, let's make Jed a special yeah. MVP. Because he found a way to, to talk with the Banshee. And he was awesome. Ben's acting was amazing. I love Ben. I agree. Yeah. Special shout out to Jed. Ben, we love you. Um, okay, so next the next two weeks we don't have an episode. We don't we don't have a legacies episode. Um, we are gonna film next week we're we're having our game episode for Hand and Weekly. I at this point I don't know if Nash can join us because of school, but we're hoping that she can. Fur and Paige are gonna join us. Um because there are game masters and it's a game show and it is called can you stump hand and weekly um so Paige has set up a google doc where you can find the link on uh the hand and weekly official account on twitter and also on my twitter i'll tweet it out again um i think that do you have it pinned to the to the hand and weekly page yeah if not now she will have it pinned so you go to the doc Ask a question and also give the answer. Um, nothing inappropriate. Um, it's only Legacies, so it's not November Diaries, not the originals, just Legacies, all three seasons. Um, and you need to ask a question and see if you can stump us. And if the person who has, who can stump us, if you do stump us, first of all, um, because we're all working as a team, it's not individually, it's all of us as a team. Um, the person who can stump us or ask the hardest question, I will send them a prize. Oh. So go to the doc, send in your question and your answer. Paige will set it all up. Um, and then Paige and Fur will be asking us the questions. And so we have no idea what the questions are. We have no idea what the answers are. It's all on Paige and Fur right now, um, which I mean, they are gratefully doing that for us. So thank you. <laughs> Um, so that will be a really fun episode. I, I don't know about the episode after that. We're going to discuss that, whether or not we're going to have one. Um, and then also the writing challenge is due May 1st. You have half a month left. So make sure you write something. The prompt is thunderstorms. Um, tag Hen and Weekly May Challenge on AO3 when you upload it on May 1st. Um, remember May 2nd is Hope's birthday. So if it's also a birthday pick, that works even better but the prompt is thunderstorms. So. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And thank you to Fur and Leah for joining us last minute. Yes. Hope you guys get some good sleep. <laughs> thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah. So love you guys. And we'll Bye. See you.